Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, the podcast about great ideas you'll never do that someone else can do instead. I'm John, and this is all my fault, and defund the police. I'm Besha, and Black Lives Still Matter. Besha, how are you doing today? John, I'm great. I am embroiled in genealogical research, which is a thing that I get onto periodically every few years. Right now it's too hot to sew, so I am doing this research. And so far, I have done extensive research, and I can say that while my family probably contained many racists, none of them owned slaves. Oh, excellent. You know, it's a nice feeling to see that none of my ancestors actually owned other human beings. <laughs> they may have sucked. Yeah. I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to negate that possibility. Yeah, you know, I it now occurs to me that I actually don't know anything about sort of like the the feudal history of Korea, mm-hmm. uh, or, or, or like if if at any point anybody over there ever owned slaves. Mm-hmm. I mean, pro- almost certainly not African slaves, but did they make slaves right. of people they had bested in combat? I I right. don't. I have no idea. I feel like yeah. I feel like most cultures at some point had that kind of like war captive slavery, which was not necessarily the same as chattel slavery. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure some of my Celtic ancestors had those. <laughs> I mean, right? Because yeah, I, I feel like it's not a it's not a concept that was um, invented by one sole culture. Like I feel. No. Like, Definitely probably not. everybody at some point had that happen. It's pretty universal that humans are assholes. Yes. I yes, I would say so, too. Well, that's fascinating. I, I don't have anything near as interesting to report. My thing is just, do you... Oh, okay, so do you own a um, like a piece of, I don't know, let's say camping equipment or even like a raincoat or uh, any clothing that has a like a, a string that cinches yeah, and then totally. there's like a piece of plastic on it with like a little button yeah. that you can sort of write... Do you know what those are called? A toggle? I. It turns out they're called cord locks, and That's you can get them on Amazon. That's specific. It is. Well, well because... Um, oh, because people are using them for masks, aren't they? Yes! We got a, a pair of masks that are meant from, for Quentin from a, a, an excellent family friend, and she put these cord lock things on them, and I was like... That's fucking brilliant, because I have a couple of masks that I've gotten from other sources that are just like the kind of like you just tie the strings behind mm-hmm. your, you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, this would actually make it 10,000 times more convenient. So I am, I'm contemplating a purchase. And yeah. that's, that's my most exciting. I, I have the problem with the elastic, like the elastic ones pull my ears forward uncomfortably and then my glasses try to fall off. Plus mm. I have these little jug ears poking out. Oh. Um, I just want you to know that cord toggle also works if you Google it and then you get to say toggle. Oh, all right. Well, that's good. To, I mean, it's a good, word. good to know. <laughs> should, we, yes. should we bring our guest in? We I think should. it's our time. Listeners, please welcome back for her third appearance as far as I'm aware, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, for her third appearance on this show, cool. our excellent friend, Yuri. Hello. Hello. Hi. It is so wonderful to be back. It's excellent to have you so back. How are you? you? I'm, I mean, good, I guess. I mean, it, it feels like I've had to redraw a scale of, you know, how one can be <laughs> um, yeah. to sort of like move the curve to like okay like i it's a still a passing grade like it's different but it's a passing grade so yeah i've been working 
and hanging out and re-figuring uh, out summer vacation. Ooh, oh, yeah. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. My, my wife, Mavis, likes to say, when people ask us how we're doing, she likes to say, we're quarantine okay. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's a good... <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps we should let our listeners know what it is they are listening to. Here's what's going on. (laughs) For the past dozen years, I've been writing down every idea I've ever had without editing and throwing them all into a big pile. Now our guests, like Yuri, get to dig through the pile and look for anything good, crazy, or some combination thereof. If you hear one that sounds good to you and you want to run with it, do it. I just want credit. And I want the authority to cancel you if necessary. <laughs> Not you, personally, John. Right. No, yes, whoever runs. <laughs> yes, that's true. If you, if you take one of my ideas and you run with it and it turns out you're a monster. I will cancel you so hard. That's right. Yeah. You're on notice. All right, J- Yuri, John, what do we got? Yes. Yes. Yuri, what's the first thing you found in the pile this time around? The first is the Recipe Rambles Best of Collection. <laughs> and I wait should, well, should I say what I think this might be first yes okay um when I saw this I thought oh this is like when you go on blogspot <laughs> recipes <laughs> and they tell the entire story of the last 15 years of their lives culminating in some like exchange with an elder figure and, and how their husband like, hates shoveling snow somehow yeah. gets in there too and then they're like and then this soup which reminds me of all those things <laughs> is that what is, is that what this is you have nailed it that is exactly what it is i i because I, I feel okay i hate those rambles but at the same time i feel like there's got to be a few of them that are good Right. Somebody yeah. has been keeping track. I mean, I, I don't know who. There's maybe we appoint somebody, and we, uh, you know, we put together a collection of them without the actual recipes because I think that would be funnier. So yes. <laughs> that's, yes. That's yes. Definitely without the recipes. I've never seen any that are absolutely bonkers. Like they're always like they're on their way too much information, but I've never seen any that were obviously intentionally unhinged. And I feel like that is a gap. You're right. It reminds me of what was that? There was somebody who wrote like a law and law and order SVU. Like it started off as a, like a straightforward synopsis of each episode Um, and then turned into this completely unhinged alternate storyline. I think it was uh, Carmen Maria Machado. It was. That sounds right. A masterpiece. It was very long. Oh, good. And she would wake, Benson would wake in the night, and the children with the bells for eyes were watching her. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So good. (laughs) Oh, although, sorry, Naomi Kritzker did do a short story that was about a pandemic that was in the form of a mommy blog. (laughs) And it was like creepily prescient. That was the first place I learned the term social distancing and it was way before our current pandemic. But I just want some that are totally unhinged. You know what? That could be a second. Maybe that would be the sequel is is a a book that is nothing but, but fake, 
recipe rambles mm-hmm. that are completely nuts that maybe also include recipes this time for just for added kick. Or, I mean, you could just sort of mix them together <gasps> and it would be incumbent upon the reader to determine which is real and which is fake. That's a much better idea. <laughs> That's a much better idea. Fuck. Oh, it's good. Oh, authors, somebody, find us. Let's, let's make <laughs> yeah. this happen. People need stuff to read and things to cook. Let's make it happen. Awesome. Excellent. Oh, shit. What's next? I, I mean, I don't know. I might have to get off this podcast and make this book. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. The next one, if it hasn't been done too recently, the next one I'd like to do is it. a theme park for just flipping switches and opening airplane doors. <laughs> Right? You could see it in your mind, and it's I, beautiful. I found that idea so deeply satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you could go to... I mean, is, there's a place somewhere where they keep mothballed airplanes, right? Just rip all the cockpits out, and just, like, you know, there, there should be an entire avenue on of this theme park that's nothing but cockpits of airplanes that you can just get into, and just, like, you sit down, and you can flip all the switches, and, I mean... Uh, it it's it just it would be so nice. I just want to yeah. run up and down an avenue flipping them. Yeah, <laughs> C- control panels for decommissioned nuclear reactors, or like right. I'm sure that there are amazing controls. Yes, and all the ones that say like "Do not touch this." You just like poke them over and over and over again, and. <laughs> Some two-person <laughs> switches that you have to have a friend to help you with. Uh, that was what I was going to ask. What is the? What would be the most satisfying thing for me? I think it would be one of those, those like Frankenstein-style fork switches that you have to. Yeah, that's like a, I got a big solid handle mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. I definitely want one of those. And then, I mean, this is a corollary, and I feel like this is actually maybe an idea that I talked about last time I was on. But, like, if we're back on the plane and we're flipping switches, like, I also want to be able to deploy the slide at some point. <laughs> you know? They could just have the kind where you actually can put it back, like, put the, deflate the slide and yeah. put it back into the airplane and just deflate, deploy, <laughs> deflate, deploy, deflate. <laughs> <laughs> That I'm sure that that I mean because that has to be a thing. If not, if not, the, you know they, they could they could make it so that's a thing that you can do. Except that it it just it just costs a lot, but you <laughs> could still do it, right? So it's sort of like you know we only have so many of these slides. So if you want to you know set this one off, it's going to cost you five hundred dollars. But if you have five hundred dollars, hell yeah. yeah. And, you know, or, or, or whatever whatever the amount is that would make it cost effective. Like, I that would be great. That would be. What do they do? Would they decommission it? I mean, they must. Do they strip it for useful? Huh? Because like, if I have an old plane that I don't want to fly anymore, I take it to the airplane graveyard, and I guess you know the raw metal can be reused. But obviously, they're not going to use the engines. They're not going to. Are they going to use something like the inflatable slide from the emergency door that was never used? Does somebody else like? Do the, or, or does it expire? I bet it, it must expires. Ex- yeah. Hmm. Yeah, where where can we go to grab us one of those fire <laughs> slides? So would would that Yuri would that be your most satisfying s- switch or control to to pull? 
I think so. Especially I mean, it, if I can like jump down the slide and then go back up the stairs into the plane. It, it is goddamn hard to argue with. Basha, what about you? Um, I think like those big fork switches and have to do like four or five of them at a time and run back and forth. And... <gasps> <laughs> yeah. You know what? Is it, what? What else I think would be satisfying is the um, the the metal box on a thick cable with the big buttons on it that you know that uh, like like the one that Eddie Furlong used to lower Arnold into the metal at the end of Terminator Two. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, th- those I feel like would be extremely satisfying. There, there is somebody needs to. You could do this in a warehouse. Yeah. Oh, oh it would be it would be so nice. It would. It would. <laughs> it would. But I wonder. Like I was gonna say, it it would scratch that itch. But what if it just made it worse? <laughs> oh God. You're that, addicted. You need the real thing. Mm, <laughs> yeah. That's needed. Mm, I, that 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 is a mm. see, and that's not the kind of thing we're going to know until we until somebody does it, whether or not that's a problem. Right. But I agree. Uh, that is that is an interesting question. Well, it is a wide world out there. I'm sure there actually are like button pushing, switch flipping fetishists that we could ask. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. There was that, I think Think Geek made that little cube that had switches on the, on different sides and like different kinds of switches. Uh, it was a, that was a Kickstarter. Uh, oh, right. For, yes, for a, of a, a fidget cube. Yeah, it's a thing. It's true. I'm sure that there are connoisseurs. I agree. Yuri, what's next on the list? What is next is a really pressing question, which I didn't, you know, thank you, John, for having that question so that I could have the question, which is, seriously, why do cone snails have such powerful venom? Why? <laughs> why do what have such powerful venom? Cone snails. Uh, they oh, they live in the ocean, and their venom is oh, so... Oh, right. Re- oh, yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> why, why is it that strong? <laughs> Did, who are they... Like wh- for funsies, I, I <laughs> what are they afraid of? For the lulls. Um, I don't, exactly. Like, it's such overkill. Like, what are you doing? I mean, yeah. Wouldn't you want a proboscis if you could have one? Uh, yeah, sure, of course. I mean, a venomous but, proboscis. But do I need venom that powerful? Yeah. Like, I, am I am I trying to kill a tarasque? Like, you don't know. You don't know what's anyway. in the ocean, man. To be anything. I, well, no, no I, here's the thing. We know what's in the ocean around where cone snails live. Mm. And there is nothing that scary. Mm, the Indo-Pacific? I'm pretty sure that's where Dinotopia is. Oh, <laughs> wait a hot second, because I, you know, this sent me down a cone snail, um, <laughs> cone snail hole. And I um, thought that they inv- had the poison to... The venom to to actually prey on animals, not defend themselves from animals. Did I get that? Um, then also, no. You might be right about that, but even so, it's still way too powerful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it right. It, it feels like the, like the chemical equivalent of like you know using an A bomb to take out like one guy you hate. Like, 
like hey, man. pushing a piano it, out a window onto the cow that you want to mer- make into burger. Yeah, like calling calling an orbital death strike with like a with like a, a like a meteor on on just one guy. Like you know, there's there's easier ways to do it, man. Just get a hammer. But yeah, I, but I I don't know if anybody is asking this question. Like we know how powerful. We don't know why. Yeah. I mean, it could be that, like, it serves another purpose, and it's not just venom, you know? Like, in the more powerful the venom, the more, the lovelier the smell for the cone snail. <laughs> and they just have this very keen, you know, olfactory aesthetic sense that we are unaware of. That that had not occurred to me, and you could be entirely right. We don't know. Could be. We don't know. Maybe it makes their prey taste amazing. Like, oh, yeah. God. It's that it brings in that umami. <laughs> I said that in my best San Francisco voice. I hope that you uh... so umami. It was it was very good. It was very good. <laughs> okay, Yuri, what what's next on the list? I want to. I, I when I saw this idea, I was like, wow. This would be timely and important. The Ask a Scientist hotline network. Ask a question about science and it gets routed to some scientist who can, who you can talk to, to get an answer. I have, I think that this was the last time I brought this. I think that somebody actually pointed me to somewhere where you can actually do this. Or like, or like there's a directory somewhere of... Yeah, what I have my my memory, my mind's eye is showing me a very primitive HTML table with like a gray background <laughs> and just like listings for scientists and disciplines. And I, I mean, like it 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 could not be there anymore. I might be misremembering it entirely, but I yes. feel like this concept actually exists. Oh, it does because dash science dot org. Oh. Yeah, you can ask a scientist. NASA also lets you ask, oh, this is great. Um, Science.nasa.gov has an ask a scientist thing. You can chat with a scientist. You can look for the best type of scientist to answer your questions. I'm sure that they have interesting constraints on them under the current administration. I noticed that um, there's nothing biology related, but, oh, it's a show. They do a whole show. Love it. Do, do we? Is there something similar though? I mean, does the um, does the because science listings do those listings encompass the social sciences as well? Because what Let's if I want to ask something see. about like you know the like if I want to ask something that might be sociology or you know anthropology related or something or or something where it might be it might be for a philosopher to answer like you know are there are there things for this for the squishier disciplines? Unclear. Let's see. Let's look at these bios and see if the bios list any uh, soft sciences. That lady has a trilobite, so that's not... <laughs> oh, yeah, we got a joint doctoral degree in medicine and sociocultural anthropology, so I think they're probably down with the social science questions. Yeah, anthropologist in the house. Uh-huh. I love that. Genetics, earth, environmental, and planetary sciences. Yes, yes, they're all the sciences. I love oh, that's it. That's great. I love it. <laughs> Let's ask them some goddamn questions. I know. But I would, yeah. I mean, I would just love it if, you know, you don't have to say in advance what kind of scientist you like, that you send in the question and then, you know, some magic happens and then the appropriate scientist, because you might not know. 
Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I definitely have questions where it's sort of like I'm not. It's not clear to me at all who should be answering this. Like a sociologist, an anthropologist, could be a psychologist. Yeah. Like or maybe a historian. Like no idea. Mm-hmm. Or it, maybe it routes the question to all four of them, and maybe all four of them come back with different you know facets of the answer that I want. Right. Like. I, yeah, it would be it would be yeah. super interesting. And John, I can tell your question is why people. <laughs> it is. Do you, do you want to hear the question? Because this, I don't. Maybe you can tell me. All right. So, so the question, the, the the one that is most pressing in my mind right now is the. I feel like up until about ten years ago, for, like if you if you take this like history from the beginning of of human civilization up until about ten years ago. We all had this general idea. That, like, we thought we knew how many dumb people there were, right? <laughs> like, we're like, oh, that guy's an idiot. Oh, that guy's a dumbass. Like, oh, look at this fucking asshole, right? And you're like – and so, like, there were there were all of these cynics the whole time, right? Your H.L. Mencken's of the world who are like, look at all these dumbasses. Ha, ha, ha. There's one but born every did, minute. Yeah. But they here's the thing is that they, they, they didn't – they liked – they wanted to play that up for comic effect because we all like to think this, right? But – Nobody actually knew what the actual proportion was. And I feel like since the advent of social media, and especially the comment section on a website, we now know more or less, like we have some hard, what I think are some easily extrapolable hard numbers for really what the true proportion of dumbasses actually is. And I think that it is much, much higher than even the most cynical person would have yeah. would have been able to tell you. And here's the thing is that I feel like that knowledge is maybe doing some low-key psychic damage to all of us. <laughs> so <laughs> so th- that's what I want to know. <laughs> I would and I don't absolutely know who to ask. buy it. Yeah, I think that is a great question for a scientist, philosopher, and historian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, listeners, if anybody out there has any idea who I should talk to, please let me know. <laughs> Good luck, man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's next, Yuri? Okay, what is next is, I hadn't seen it in a while, but it is remaking and doing a redux of that twee poster that says, this is life. I'm, oh, I'm so glad you... Oh, my God, I hate that poster so much. I don't so know much. what this is. It says, this is life. Oh, God. Yeah, it All says, right, this on. is your life. I can, I can go. It's yeah, the we have Holstie, to read it. Holstie Manifesto. H-O-L-S-T-E. Oh, this one that's, that's irritating separate font sizes and looks like something that Dr. Bronner would have written. Yes, Dance it's the worst. Watching. You know, it's the yeah. God damn it! I need to find a, a better a better image. God, it re- you know what it reminds me? I, I don't know if you've either of you have seen this, but there's a sign that is all over Portland that's like in our America, and it's good things like you know, healthcare is a human right, and Black Lives Matter, and women make decisions about their bodies. But it's just so like it is a lot like this. It's like I don't disagree with any of these points. I just like your font sizes and your perkiness. It's just grinding my teeth. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and it's a bunch of shit that like like if you don't like your job, quit. Well, fuck you, man. What if I don't like my job, but I don't have any other prospects? Then I guess this was like, a, there's a <laughs> it's, Yeah, there's a 
bunch of people, I'm sure, who fucking hate their job. If you don't like something, change it. Like, if you don't have enough time, stop watching TV. Motherfucker. Like, what the fuck else am I going to do? Also, all emotions are beautiful. It's like, no. 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 Some emotions are ugly. Some emotions no are No one wants very... to see them. So, so here's what I want to do is I want to do a version of this poster, but I want it to be like the opposite of this fucking bullshit. Like <laughs> something that might actually be something that might might theoretically be inspiring, but also is much more useful and grounded. The the trouble is I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I haven't taken the time to actually attempt to write a point by point refutation of this oh nonsense. My God. Oh, so there's a couple different versions of this. Oh. There's the one that says, this is your life along the top, but then there's one that says yeah. you only get one life. Oh, which yeah, no, the one I always see is... is... This is your life? Yeah. This one includes yeah. the line, if you want something, go and get it. What's stopping you? I don't know, motherfucker. Maybe a disability? <laughs> or money? Systemic racism? <laughs> Travel often. Getting lost will help you find yourself. <laughs> I'm oh. sure if I have money lying around to take a trip somewhere in a, in a reality where there's not a pandemic. Not all who wander are lost, John. Oh, my Christ. <laughs> and I say this as a person who loves the the, the Hobbit stuff. Fuck you. Wait, is that from shit. The Hobbit? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Not all those who wander are lost. All that is gold does not glitter. Not all who wander are lost. I did not uh, know that. Me neither. Something, something, God, I'm something, embarrassed for something everyone in this scenario. Bitter. Deep roots are not touched by the frost. I forget what the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So what I want is a different version of this poster that won't make me infuriated. And I would like somebody else to write it and design it because I've, I've never actually tried to. Uh... Yeah. What would we put in it? Don't be a shithead. <laughs> Other people matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would you, you use the same? You should care about other people. So like different size fonts, though, or is that oh, also yeah. like totally? Yeah. Oh, I, I think that there is a way to do it that that is better. I absolutely think there's a way to do it that's better, and I and I would. You know, honestly, what I think it would probably take the form of is the the weird little book that came inside. The and I'm, I know I'm dating myself with this. Though I, was it was it was inside Kid A or was it inside Amnesiac? I think it was inside Kid A. The 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 album like if you bought the physical CD, there was this weird little book inside that. Yeah, no, I think it would have to be that. Where like it was, it was like it was sort of like that. Where it was like you know, lots of text, and each line of text was in a different font, but it somehow all still sort of worked, and it was good. But it said really weird shit. It was, it was great. I I'm, I know that that exists online somewhere, and somebody will no doubt correct me. But yeah, ah, oh, it was it was good. Anyway, that's that's the version. That's what I would probably do, design-wise. Yeah, fuck this fucking poster. <laughs> so, so, what I'm hearing is something sad, scary, and mean. <laughs> I, I like yes. it. Let's. <laughs> you know what? Something, something that's that's scary and mean in a way that's meant to motivate either you or society to do fucking better. Don't be a shithead. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or else. Goddamn. That's the, that's the motivation. <laughs> yes. You're probably dumber than you think you are. Yeah. Beautiful. Dunning-Kruger motherfucker, look it up. <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, you know what? We, we should workshop this offline. Yeah. We, can, we can come up with the rest of it. Yeah. yeah, nobody can take this, actually. <laughs> We've got it. <laughs> Yuri, do we have one more? Yeah. Yeah, hold up just a sec. So this is um, using a certain amount of cautious optimism, but I love this idea. Should we find ourselves in the position to? This, this idea is to raffle slash auction for firing Trump appointees. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you picked this one. <laughs> okay. So when an this is what I gather is that when you change administrations, right? If you're like the ambassador to whatever, uh, and you were installed by the previous administration, you turn in your resignation so they, you know, they can pick new ones or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine that nope. 100% of the people gonna... that Trump appoints will do this voluntarily, which means some of them will need to be fired. And I think that they should raffle off the chance to be the one who does the firing because it would make a lot of money and we could, you know, give that to teachers or whatever. And and that means that theoretically somebody out there gets the chance to personally fire Betsy DeVos, let's just say. Oh, my just, God. Right? I mean, you can't hurt her financially. She's a fucking billionaire. Right. But you can humiliate her. I, I would rent out a banquet hall. I would I would bring her to the banquet hall. I would chain her to the chair and I would I would I would, I would be at least an hour long PowerPoint of like look at this stupid motherfucker and like look at this dumb shit that she tried to pull and just keep hammering at it over and over again every mistake every dumb thing she ever said and just like don't let the door hit your stupid ass on the way out like I I I can feel it in my mind <laughs> I don't. I don't loathe her any less than you do. I just really appreciate your uh, framing of it, your channeling of it. Right. Imagine getting to be the one who gets to do that. Oh, imagine being the person who gets to fire Stephen Miller. Like, I don't think that. I think he's just going to spontaneously dissolve into a slurry of racism, (laughs) like just toxic sludge. (laughs) <laughs> just deliquesce. I, oh. but yeah, this this is this, this is what I want. I want the, for somebody to be able to feel that satisfaction. And yeah. in order to do it, I think that we <laughs> think there should be a raffle. Yes. Uh, yes. Because imagine how lucky you will feel. A just being the winner of a raffle, and and also getting to be the one who does this. Right. So yeah, one firer per appointee. You know what? That's that's what it should be. We don't even wait for them to turn their resignation in. No, no, no. I was just, let's just you know let's they're not going to let's. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many ambassadors and yeah. other. Oh, I mean, yeah. there are people, shitty people we don't even know about. Um, those will be kind of the lower <sighs> ticket items, but like you know, I'm sure but, somebody yeah. wants to fire them. Oh God! Yeah, and I mean, you know, this this is the perfect way to to give concert venues and and large, you know, and other other concert halls and things yes. a shot in the arm economically. You sell tickets to the firing as yeah. well, you know, because they're all going to need money once once you know once there's a vaccine and 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 we're out of this mess. And uh, yeah, no, the the thing that, that that touched this whole thing off was yeah, I read an article about the ambassador to Iceland who is a fucking dumbass and like. Oh God, I wish I could be the one to fire him was what I thought. And I was like, oh, 
wait a minute. And then this, the rest of this idea spun itself out in my mind. And uh, I, I hope that it's out there and it keeps somebody else as warm at night as it does me. <laughs> It'll certainly do that for me. I mean, this just, it fills me with joy, like comfort <laughs> and just like this cozy feeling of comeuppance. It's, it's it's a feeling of of this is what justice feels like I think yeah. <laughs> theoretically some 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 form of of universal karmic justice right we could at least take comfort that that one thing went down the way it should have yeah yes <laughs> I thank you for this moment of catharsis <laughs> thank you John thank you <laughs> you're most welcome. It is now time for one of us to give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest. Yuri, do you you have any ideas you would like to give away? Yeah. You know, as as many of you have been experiencing lately with the nonstop virtual work meetings and stuff and flagging energy at times, (laughs) um, you know... You've heard of, like, the, you know, call in and have, like, a llama or a chicken join your meeting. And if you Mm -hmm. haven't, by the way, that's a thing. But I would just love a virtual hype man. (laughs) Oh, spoken like an extrovert. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Yes. I just want someone... Who's like on the same audio channel as me, right? So we're like not cutting each other off. I clearly like thought through how implementation <laughs> would work on this. And, you know, like who just was like repeats the last thing I said, but with like a really explosively joyful intonation, does like virtual mic drops, mm. like... All of that sounds you know. exhausting. Should we should we attempt could we attempt a, a sort of like a, a 1.0 version of this right now, Yuri? Do you want to maybe do it like introduce yourself to your to, to our listeners, and I'm going to attempt to be your virtual hype man. Sure. Hey everyone, uh, my name is Yuri. That's and, right. It's Yuri, and I'm calling in from San Francisco. San Francisco, the city. San by the Fran. Bay. Nope. This is. Oh, I love done. it. Besha hates it, but I <laughs> I want no zooms. If I have to have them, I want them to be silent. <laughs> but but if it has to be done, yeah. I, 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 this is, I love this. <laughs> uh, my, uh, I, this is, I have no notes. This is great. My building is getting all this work done right now. We're pretty sure they're going to sell it. And all of my zooms right now are punctuated with bam, slam. Like, dudes talking really quickly in Spanish, and me being like, excuse, pardon, <laughs> and then slamming windows shut. So you know what? I could, I guess a hype man would be a huge improvement over that, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Agreed. Amazing. That was great. <laughs> I think it's now time for uh, us to let everybody know where we can be found on the internet. For me, this is super easy. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I've got a newsletter you really don't want to miss. You can find links to all of these things at flavor.country. Go there now. You can find me on Twitter as Besha. And you can find me on Twitter at Y-N, as in Nicole, my middle name, C. And I just want to say it doesn't, it really does stand for my initials and not uh, the Young and Crusty crew, which I (laughs) sometimes (laughs) 
uh, tagged into. <laughs> That's what you get for having a three-letter Twitter handle. I know. Who who are they? I think they might be some sort of Malaysian rap group. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Sounds like an opportunity that, to make friends. Yeah, I've got nothing. That's amazing. <laughs> Well, if you haven't already, go ahead and give this show a five-thing rating in whatever podcatcher you're using to listen, and tag the young and crusty crew in on it. If you feel like being extra amazing, leave us a nice review. It would help us out a lot. If you've done that already, tell a friend about us the next time someone asks you what you've been listening to. And remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. And I want to cancel you. Do-do, do-do, do-do.